Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and we continue our preseason football preview here. My guest today is the head coach at Catoctin High School, Mr. Mike Rich. And, Mike, always a pleasure, and sorry to look forward to talking to you this time of year. Absolutely, Steve. Thanks for having me, and thanks for all you do for Frederick County football. Indeed, my pleasure. Uh, this being your fourth year now coming up at Catoctin, really, I would say uh, year two where you've been able to implement your program and having it there year-round. How are things going up to this point? Oh, man. Hey, th- things are, are good. Th- uh, the kids are, are growing, uh, getting better every day. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at progress, or, uh, progress over product right now. So just trying to grow every day. And we believe that if we continue to do things the right way, um, the wins are going to come on Friday night. And so we just believe in our process. Uh, we believe in the things that, that we do in the offseason, uh, through preseason and then into the season. We believe that that's going to add up and, and, and we're, we're moving in the right direction. Okay. So last year – making those baby steps, so to speak. Um, yeah. Played Brunswick tough in that first round. Uh, what yeah. do you take, what do you take away from last year and moving forward this year? You take away, you know, a lot of people think that, that success is a linear path. They, they think that success goes from, from point A to point B and there's no stops in between. But in reality, that's an up and down. It's a, it's a constant. It's, it's a never stop. And so one of the things that, that we try and focus on is there's steps to winning. There's things that you do that add up every day. There's winning habits. There's winning traits. And, uh, and so what we believe is that there's a step between losing, then you're competing, and then you're winning. And the biggest thing that, that I think I took away from last year is, man, we competed our butts off. Game in and game out. I don't know that there's anybody that had a tougher schedule than us. At one point, we played we played three or four straight undefeated teams. We played the number one ranked 1A team at the time in Mountain Ridge. Right. We played one of the top 2A teams in Poolsville at the time. And then we played the top at the time, 3A team, Frederick, in back-to-back-to-back weeks. And our guys competed their tails off. And it's because they compete every day. You know, it, it's, it's, you know a lot of times you think smaller school, old, uh, we can't match up, but but man, we're going to compete every day. It doesn't matter who you put in front of us. We're giving us everything we have, and our guys are just tough, and they're going to keep doing that. So that's the stage stage we're in right now. We went, we we we, we didn't we didn't win very very well uh, that first year. Now we're competing, and we we hope to step make, make a big step up and start winning a lot of ball games here. How are the numbers this year, Mike? Numbers are good. Numbers are good. Okay. I mean, we've been on par. We've been 65 or 70 every year that I've been there, uh, and I expect us to be there again this year. Uh, sign-ups are going going well right now. You know, we're at about 45, 50 signed up currently, but okay. there's always those 10, 15 knuckleheads that don't turn their stuff in <laughs> until the day of. So. Right, right. Yeah. Indeed, they always have those. But uh, same schools, I would assume, that uh, are will be the um, – schools to to go after this year as far as you know playoffs are concerned a little oh for playoffs yeah, yeah so so Boonsboro, Boonsboro is dropping down from 1a 2a to 1a 
So that makes our region tough. Wow. We love it. We, yeah. We're excited. And we open up with them. So we're excited about that. Um, and so we're, we're really excited to, to, to test ourselves early. You know, in, in a three-week span, we scrimmage Fort Hill, we play Boonesboro, and we play Mountain Ridge. In a three-week span, <laughs> we're going to test ourselves. We're going to find out who we are. Boy, I, I'll, I'll say if you want to find out what, what things, a little script on where you're placed, that that certainly will do it with those three. Uh, absolutely. Oh, I love Mike. it, man. I love uh, it. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, I'm in the same mindset. You know, if you're going to uh, yeah. be the best, you got to beat the best. So, uh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. You know, stepping back a little, you know, every uh, head coach wants to surround himself with the best he people he can talk a little bit about your staff up there at Catoctin. I'm so blessed to have the staff that we have. And you know, it's a, it's a staff that buys into our culture, the culture that we're developing at Catoctin and the culture that we're continuing from coach Williams and coach Dumars and coach Royer and all those guys that did it before we got here for so many years. And we we're just a continue. We believe we're a continuation of that culture and our staff buys into that. They love kids so well. You know, I, I believe we have one of the best young staffs in the state of Maryland. Um, and we have Mike Marquez, who's, who's you know, 30, 33 years old as our defensive coordinator. Shoot, I'm only 33 years old. And, uh, and then, you know, he, he's done – talk about a guy who just loves kids, cares about kids, uh, grew up in a great, you know, great coaching tree. And, um, you know, Coach Fennell, who's now, uh, in, in, you know, coach under him, who's now at Tuscarora, but – uh, and then we have a uh, uh, Brady Ridenauer who he, he teaches at the middle school, and just a great guy who is just um, just just plugged into to the kids and our program. And I call him Captain Katakin because everybody knows him at Katakin. Uh, he was a 2009 state champion. And then you have Rob Shaffy who's been on our staff since the beginning. Uh, Rob is a a a teacher. He, he slows things down and he doesn't talk a lot. But the guys know that when he says something, he means it, and they're going to do it. Rob was uh, uh, played on a first state championship against Sherwood when he was at Linganore and then went on to play at, at Frostburg State University. Um, and then you have uh, Donovan Pinnell, who was – you probably called some of yep. his games. Uh, he played quarterback at Urbana for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then talk about a football mind, unbelievable football mind, um, from a different area that I, you know, I, I was an offensive line guy. He was a quarterback. And so just giving me, you know, great, great stuff in my ear, you know, letting me know that, I, that, that he, you know, what he sees and things like that. Then Josh Taylor, who's also a young guy, but Josh Taylor won a state championship with me at Linganore um, when I coached in 2017. Um, and he's on staff has now play, played a couple of years up at Frostburg State University. So we're, we're a young staff. And we're a staff that we believe uh, is coming together uh, moment by moment, day by day. Uh, we've known each other for a long time, but, but we're just keeping the culture and the vision. But I think one of the things that is neglected a lot in these conversations is our JV staff. Yeah. You, know, you cannot be a good varsity program if you don't have a great JV staff. And I've been blessed to have the same JV staff. we got three guys who are just staples for Catoctin football next. Uh, Joe McCallion, who's our head coach, Jeremiah Stoll, who's the offensive coordinator, and then Devin Bradshaw, who's the defensive coordinator. And, man, they do a phenomenal job just loving Catoctin, loving the game of football, and loving our kids. And that is huge for a varsity head coach. Absolutely, uh, Mike. And certainly having the community that you have up there doesn't hurt either. <laughs> it's an awesome place. 
all, I mean, nobody has it better than our kids. It, it's a small. It, you don't have very many like small town teams like that anymore. Right. Um, you know, a lot of times as things are growing up, as as the community is growing and changing and all that stuff, um, you don't get that as much anymore. And so, you know, we're really just a small town with big dreams. Uh, and man, the community is just amazing. I I, I love being a part of the, uh, the Kentucky community and love love being up here. And so it's a special place. Mike, looking back here, you've gotten your first head coaching position. And as we said, you're going to your fourth year up there. What advice would you yeah. give young men, younger men who are taking on that role as a head coach early uh, in their life? Yeah. It's an awesome responsibility, uh, but it is a big responsibility. And, and I think you, you come in and you have all these these ideas and these things like, oh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. We're going to go here. But the biggest thing is to match the community. What is the community like? Get, get to know those people. Uh, live life with those people. Dive in with those people. Uh, get to know them and get to know your kids and say, what is it that we can do here at Katak Nice Beef? And, and so really just make sure that you are, um, are, are just plugging into the community and, and loving on those kids, loving on the community and, uh, and, and rocking and rolling that way. But man, it's, it's a big job. It's a weighty job. And, and that's not something that I take for granted. That's something that I contemplate and think about every single day. What an awesome responsibility I've been entrusted with to to take this take this team and, and take this program and see where it goes. You can be coaching for a while, Mike, and now uh, yeah. into this, and now as a head coach, what have you found early on now? Uh, some of the keys for you, for what you feel you you need, not necessarily you, but what coaches would need to. Uh, for their program to be consistent and competitive, what would be some of the things need to be in place? Simplicity, man. Simplicity, simplicity, simplicity. Make sure your guys know what they're doing and you don't have to do everything. You know, as a young coach with a lot of resources out there, a lot of clinics you can go to, a lot of things you can get online now, you're like, oh, we can do all of these things. When in reality, you just got to be better at what you do than, than they are at what they do. So it's just execution. It's just keep it as simple as you possibly can for our guys. Free them up and let them play fast. You know, I was watching the 2019 state championship game for Kentucky when I first got hired. I was watching film, and, and I was looking at the defense, and I was like, well, that's not the way I would line up against this. But you know what? They fly to the football. And then I'm looking at another. I mean, they're, they're playing Dunbar. And we got a seven-man box against Dunbar. I'm like, Paul, you're either way more gutsy than I am, or I don't. Maybe you know way more football than I do. But I'm like, what is it? They're gonna they're gonna run past us here, and we flew to the doggone football. And, and in that moment, I said, it doesn't matter about X's and O's. It matters about do your guys know what they're doing, and are they freed up to play as fast as possible? So I went from a playbook that an offensive playbook that's massive. To now I can fit on a three by five card <laughs> because we just want to be as simple as possible. We want to do our stuff better, and we want to make sure our guys have confidence in what they're doing. I'm sure the youth program plays a part in all that as well. Yeah, we are we are really really heavy with our youth program. And they're practicing right now, and, and they're getting after it, and they they wear Kentucky Cougars on their shirt just like we do, and uh, and so we run a youth camp and. 
And the first time we ran our youth camp, you know, uh, it's the first time that was ever done in this manner. And we had 35 kids that first year. Well, this past year we had about 85 kids. And just seeing those kids coming out and seeing them getting excited to play the game of football, you know, uh, if we don't protect our game and if we don't teach our kids to love the game of football, Man, the kids, the kids have so many other things they can be doing nowadays. Yes. And then coming out in the August and July heat and working and, getting that and trying to strive for a bigger goal, a goal that's probably far off in their distant future. So we got to make sure they love the game of football. I met with our youth coaches for about three hours. My, they, they scheduled me to, to talk in, at a clinic for three straight hours just about football. My wife looks at me and goes, what the heck are you going to talk about for three hours? I was like, honey, I'm talking about football. That's I can it. talk about football forever. Yep. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're there. And I said, the biggest thing that your, your goal is to do is make sure these kids love the game of football. Make sure they love playing the game of football. Make sure they love being around here. And make sure they love being a Katahdin Cougar. And I'm excited to look out over that stadium, which is, I'm sure you've been there. It's yeah. the best view oh, in Frederick County. Without uh, question. Far none. You can see all the way to Pennsylvania. And the, looking at them putting in that turf, yes. man, I want kids <laughs> to dream of coming to play at Catoctin High School. Growing up, I didn't dream of playing in the NFL, which was probably good because they ended up being five foot eight. <laughs> I didn't dream of playing in the NFL. I dreamed of playing on my high school stadium. Yeah. It's the same thing that I want these young kids to do. I want them to come to Catoctin High School I want them to look down on our field, and I want them to dream of that moment. When they get to do that, it's their chance. Well, certainly for me to see that the every high school in the county now will have a turf field just makes all everything that Friday night event even more so. Oh, it's exciting, man. We are so thankful for the opportunity to have that. They're putting it in as we speak. I know they're working around the clock to try and get it done. I'm a little nervous because – We've already, I think we've already moved our Fort Hill scrimmage. Uh, I think we're going to scrimmage it up at Middletown. But uh, I'm a little nervous because <laughs> we, we, we opened up Boonesboro home, uh, Mountain Ridge at home, but they're telling me it's going to be done. But we're just so thankful for that investment in our kids. Yes. Um, we're thankful that, that they said this is important for our student athletes. This is important for an equity, from an equity standpoint, mm-hmm. that everybody – is on the same playing field, literally and, and figuratively. Correct. And so we're just excited that, that we have that opportunity. And we get to be the first the first team to play on this field, to walk out on that field, yeah. uh, to touch those monuments and run out on the field. That's something that, that only happens at Katahdin High School. Indeed. Looking at the, the future, Mike, uh, what do you see or hope to see um, <clears throat> in, say, five years or so? I hope that that we just have more kids whose lives have been impacted because they're a part of our program. We talk about 4 by 40 I know I've talked about this with you before last year, I think. Yes. We talk about our 4 by 40 philosophy. I talk about it ad nauseum with our coaches. And, um, and, and we say we have four years to affect the next 40 years of your life. And we hope that we can be a positive influence for these kids in a world that desperately needs it. We have a world and a, and a culture around us and a society around us that desperately needs that. Mm. And, and we just hope that we are a positive influence, a positive light in these young men's lives. The biggest thing that, that, that we'll know we're successful is in 40 years we look back and we have produced great fathers, great mm-hmm. husbands, great employees, and great people of our community. And then if we do that, Man, the, the wins are, are nothing compared to those wins. That's the most important one. 
without question, Mike. And that that comes from those relationships. And uh, yeah, it's always as a former coach that was very special to me. I mean, everybody enjoys winning. That's a, that's a given. Uh, but being able to step back and 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 have a former player. Uh, come back and and or or get in contact with you and tell you that you had an impact on their life. Uh, I mean, you just can't put a, a price on that. Man, I was I was at a uh, I was out at in, in Thurmont area and I see Doug Williams and we stop and we talk and you know uh, we don't get to talk a ton but you know you know we'll text each other or I'll call him or something like that. He'll always text me a Bible verse or or something like that. Right. And uh, so I saw him. So we're standing there talking in Thurmont. And a, 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 a younger guy, probably in his mid to late twenties, walks up and he stops. And when he stops, he, he says, uh, "He says, uh, uh, Coach Williams, I just miss you. I, I miss being around you. I miss being there every day with you." And that meant more wow. than anything. That, it gave me goosebumps to yes. say, "Hey, this kid, ten years out of high school, just misses." being around Coach Williams. And I pray that I have that type of impact on kids. I pray that I have that type of impact on on young men. I'm sure you pretty funny. I'm just sitting I'm sitting here I'm sitting here at you probably just heard me laugh. Yeah. At at the park and I, who do I see riding by on a bicycle is Rick Connor. He just rode right past me. He was, a, man, he was a great impact. He pointed at me, what are you doing? He was, a, he was such a great impact on my life. Right. Um, you know, just yes. growing, growing up and then, and then learning under him as well. It's, it's, it's cool to see. Last question, uh, Mike. Uh, um, are you okay? Uh, are we heading in the right direction as far as the playoff format? Um, the way it's set up now, is that doable? Hey, you know, I... I <laughs> I, I like more chances to win a state championship. I'm never yeah. complaining about that. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, I think we are. Um, you know, it doesn't matter to me what they decide. You know, there's going to be changes every year. Something's going to change every year, whether it's a, a rule in place or, you know, when you work in public education, you keep your, you know, we tell our guys, keep your focus on your vision and not your circumstances. Right. And our vision is to win a state championship. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if that's 1A, 1A, 2A, 2, whatever, whatever they call it. It doesn't matter to us. Our goal is to bring a state title to Pitaki High School. And that's our vision. And we keep our eyes on our vision and not our circumstance. So they can change all the circumstances around us. They can change all this. They can change our turf field. They can change who we play. It doesn't matter. When you line up on Friday night, for those 48 minutes, that's the only thing that matters, man. That's the only thing that makes sense sometimes. In a world that's gone crazy, in a world that's swirling around us, man, you can just rely that you got 48 minutes of football. So that's what we're going to focus on, playing the best 48 minutes of football we possibly can. Unfortunately, Mike, our time is running thin, and, and uh, it, it's you have found out it Every goes year. by quick. It goes by so fast, but I certainly yeah. uh, en- enjoy talking with you. I uh, look forward to each year getting a chance to talk football. I know you are very yeah. passionate and have been, and your dad being a in- big influence I love it. on uh, on love the, it. on that yep. on the game and what you have said. Uh, I can't. Uh, thank you enough for, for taking the time. Certainly wish you the very best at, at Catoctin. Uh, I'm sure that program uh, will take off. Uh, you keep doing what you're doing. Uh, we're very proud of what, what, what we see up there, and uh, I hope that we get a chance to chat again, Mike. 
that, that means a lot, Steve, especially from all that you guys have done for Frederick County, not just football, but Frederick County athletics. Uh, and, man, I, I was talking to Kurt Stein just the other day. Yeah. This is the toughest. This is, I think this is the toughest football area in the state. I mean, you think about the players that we have and the coaches that we have. It's just an incredible place to get to compete every week. So, And you're, you guys are a big part of that and giving us the publicity that our kids deserve and our communities deserve. So we appreciate you. Look forward to another season, and I look forward to seeing you this year. Indeed, Mike. Thank you again. Uh, you've been listening to Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibson. We'll see you next week.